I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have... Delivery. So, uh, Delivery is by Eric Dodd. It's on creepasta.wiki, so you can check it out there. Um, This one actually came to us from uh, one of my buddies. (laughs) Who's been who's been giving us basically like a dozen or more creepypastas on a, a spooky list? And this is the first one we're doing. Yes. Nice. Hmm. Um, so uh, delivery is starts off with Mark, uh, although we don't know his name at the po- at the, this point. Well, not until like halfway through the story we find out what his actual name is. Regardless, it's Mark. Yeah. Um, and he encounters something or someone in the walk-in freezer at his pizzeria place that we don't know that it's actually a pizzeria place at, the, at that point, but... also didn't know that the walk-in been... family created pizza uh, pizza freezers either. Hmm? I also didn't know that the walk-in family created uh, freezers as well. No, like walk-in freezers is a, is a term. Yeah. Christopher and his father founded the company back in 1874. They've been making freezers. Why are you giving me that look? <laughs> So he, when he went to go grab some stuff from the walk-in freezer at the pizzeria, <laughs> you can't see it any other way. He's, he thought he saw something, or like swears he saw something, um, like standing in the doorway, and like this creepy, pale-faced figure with blackened eyes uh, and a blackened mouth, and then it was gone, like within a second. And then a couple weeks passed, and he kind of that memory starts fading from his memory. Uh, and he's working at the pizzeria, and he gets a call from uh, the Maple Street kid, who is this kid that, that's uh, known by reputation as the one that, like, they call a prank calls, asks asks for a, a ridiculously uh, topped pizza or like a pizza with weird toppings, and then tells them to go to two seventeen Maple Street, which doesn't exist. Um, there is no two seventeen between two eleven and two twelve. No, to between two eleven and two twenty one. There is no G seventeen, which is uh, it's just a a weather worn fence. Um, so, but regardless, um, they they decided to make the pizza because it's um, it's Mark's favorite pizza. So, and I guess he's going out there and just going to sit up there and eat the pizza. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> I guess he's always dinner break. Anyway, um, uh, he goes out there with the pizza, and sure, strangely enough, it's there. Two seventeen is the house is there. Um, so he gets out of the car, grabs the, with the pizza in tow, knocks on the door, and there's a kid there, uh, and he gives the kid the pizza and gets some money back, and that's the delivery. Um, goes back and tells his, his, ba- his manager, his manager, wow, I was like trying to buy boss and manager, uh, his manager, and, uh, Susan, and like, she doesn't believe him at all. Like, uh, okay, well, we're gonna go out there after, after shift, and you're going to show me the, this bullshit because you, you're clearly pr- playing a prank because you guys are always playing pranks on every on, on people here because <laughs> that's something they do apparently mm-hmm. yeah um, so after shift they they go out there in uh, I believe uh, Susan's truck and sure enough it's still there and she's just like no this is bullshit and it's like pay up it's like no fuck you hang on <laughs> 
It's oh, just like, I've lived here my entire life. This is there's not no, there should not be a two seventeen on this street. I know every house and property on in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes marching up the steps to the house. Um, the door opens up. Or, it was already open. It's already open. Yeah, and. Um, he and then Mark suddenly realizes like, what she's doing and like that, that's a bad idea and like tries to stop her. I've but, seen horror movies now. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes in and it slams and and so he tries to open the door and it's like the doorknob is like ice like like so cold it burns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he like runs around the back tries to open that door doesn't bangs on it tries to get the attention of Susan goes back out the uh, goes back around and sees the the kid again. The Maple Street um, kid. Yeah, the Maple Street kid. Um, and uh, he's like, you shouldn't be here. Why are you here? And then, like, he starts, like, freaking out and, like, realizes, like, looks at to the, the house and's like, like, she shouldn't be in there. Oh, you're ruining my plans or something like that. And you so, say they were plans, but he's <laughs> like, essentially saying, you let someone in? Yeah. Oh, God, you, you have to get out of here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And just, and so uh, he just runs. He tells uh, Mark to run. Yeah, he tells Mark to run, like, and his mouth opens, like, uncannily wide. There's no teeth, it's just blackness. And so he just, like, books it. And then he comes back a little bit what, a, later, a little bit later, and the house and the truck are gone. Yeah, he ran all the way back to the pizzeria, no. grabbed his car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, drove yeah. back. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when, uh, yeah, he gets back, and it's, like, the house is gone, the truck's gone. And when he gets back, to, uh, when he the next day or, like, whatever, um, when he's asked by police, he comes up with a story that, like, she just left with, all the, with the $5,000 uh, in the till. Um, or from the till that day, mm-hmm. uh, and she just goes missing, basically, and yeah. no one, no one seems to work. the 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 manager, like the new manager, and like them, like seem a little suspicious of him, but the cops don't seem any problem with it. So, with his story, um, but yeah, he, and the reason he didn't say anything about it is because, well, like, Who's best, yeah, people? exactly, like best yeah. case scenario, they're gonna think I'm a nut job, so. Um, he basically just keeps that on, and he knows that, like, uh, it wasn't, like, any weirdness or anything like that, or, like, he knows that she's in the house still, because the next prank call they get, it's for pizza with the toppings that were her favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So, check out Delivery, if you haven't already, um, on Wiki. So now we're going to go into... Everyone expects the Grand Inquisitions, at this point... Susan sent the other driver home, and all I had left was to wash a few dishes and wait for her to finish her count the register totals. So that last bit is a little weird, um, and I think it's supposed to be this. um, And wait for her to finish her count of the the register totals. Yep. Uh, Just needs like an of between, like, like in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last grammar inquisition that I had that really kind of stuck out to me was um, 217 written was still missing but 211 a number and 221 also a number stood only a weather beaten wooden fence okay there is no reason in the story to suddenly spell out the number 217 Everywhere else in the story, you use the number. I could maybe the reason I think they used they used the written version is to like like to emphasize mm-hmm. that it was missing. But no, you don't need it. Like no. you, like if you're going to use number, you either use numbers or you use words <laughs> when it comes to presenting numbers in a story. You don't do both. 
So, well, the, the way I, if I recall correctly, it's like anything above 23, Yeah, just use the number as opposed to writing it down. Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's a longer... Like it's it's too many syllables, or it's too many, too much of a letter of a, like a letter count. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why grammar positions, honestly. So, well, Mikey, what do you got? I have a front end. Woo! <laughs> there's my there's my energy. Uh, I wonder where it was. <laughs> I heard the click and slide of tongue on teeth. Underneath the low wheeze of the freezer fan, and it, he was gone. Yeah. In flash, he was gone. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I was, I was like, like, there's something flowery you can do more than and. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it for my government positions. Wow. Drop the ball. Gamer. I know. At least you got the front end. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got at least one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, not front, it's not front butt. But. <laughs> I don't know front butts, I'm sorry. I, I certainly... And there were no it stories. Remember those? <laughs> I remember. Uh... <laughs> Why are you face bombing? <laughs> yeah. Don't you enjoy the it stories? There's so much work. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it says it. I have to make a note of it. Uh. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> uh, that, that joke is summarily kicked. I, I, I normally do those when there's a lot of sentences that begin with it. Yeah. And when you string them together and they become yeah. something hilarious. You yeah. know. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Nothing beats that fucking squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, it comes what? full force. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, sorry. So we should stop reminiscing on past episodes. <laughs> what do you got, Gamer? Oh, okay. Well, um, I mean, I guess it's grammar, but it's not... I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird type of grammar. Yeah. Anyway, um, so right from the get-go, um, I felt like we were starting off without an intro. Because the first is like, I saw him for the first time in the freezer. <laughs> Who are you? Where are you? Who's him? <coughs> Shit. Uh, okay, sorry. You're not wrong. <laughs> Thank you. This is what it's called in being placed in media res. However, this I actually agree that this story does not do it right. And that's actually my actual thoughts. Um, I honestly felt that this story, this part was kind of... Didn't need to be where it is. And actually could have been put elsewhere in the story to help it to better explain the kid. Or, like, mm-hmm. the, like why he thought the kid was... Like, why like why he thought the kid was weird. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Um, like, yeah, because, like, I read it, too, and it was, like... Uh, the first thing I went to... I, as I was reading it, it was, like... Alright, so he's opening up a freezer in like probably in the basement or something like that. And then the, the he that's where he saw the kid. I was like, okay, so we're we're we're, we're doing a serial killer who has a, a, a person as a, a, a body in his fridge. That's exactly what I had because I, I was thinking it was like an old school fridge freezer. Where yeah, open in the top of the freezer. Yeah, and it's like and that's where I saw him. And I'm like, okay, see, so I, I it's that, either a tiny creature or they're just body parts in there. Well, see, and I thought a big like a, like a, a large chest like a chest freezer. And then oh, and I was like halfway through, I was like, oh, it was a walk-in freezer no, and he walking. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> God damn it. Walk-in um, brand. No, this is sponsored no, by walk-in brand freezers. Uh, um. How dare you? <laughs> Kawabunga. Anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a room. It's a cold, yeah. fr- it's a cold room, basically. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So, and then, like, 
right afterward we find out that he works at a pizzeria and some of that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this makes a lot more sense now. Where it clicked for me is when I said right there by the door he was standing. I'm like, okay, there's a door. Yeah. Yeah, so you thought it was a chest freezer. I thought it was a, yes, and, an old school fridge freezer. What did you think, Mikey? These things were evil. Uh, well, I went to walk-in freezer. Did you? Right from the get-go? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like I, like I said, I do agree with you. Like, as like I, I usually am fine with like uh, these like in media res like throw you into a scene, mm-hmm. but this one honestly was a little confusing, a little bit ch- and like choppy. Yeah, that it yeah. could have been, and it could have been placed better somewhere else in the story. Well, mm-hmm. and do we even really need it? Yeah, no. That, honestly, we, so, uh, like, we might not even need it at all. Need what? Like, like the se- the sequence, like because you forget, like he has this experience like weeks before, like the story actually kicks in, and then. It kind of becomes superfluous for until about like halfway through the story. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> it honestly, if it, if it had been moved to that that part and point in the story like halfway through, it would have served better. Mm-hmm. But it shows that this kid's been like semi haunting the place. Yeah, but um, at the same time, like you could still have that in the, in the halfway through because we are already introduced to the the kid is like a prankster in some no. the beginning. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Either way, mm-hmm. um, so back into the the freezer. Yeah. Uh, when uh, at this point, Narada Man sees the creature or kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, the pale figure. Yeah. Either way, um, uh, I blinked a few times and looked around, even though I know the freezer was too small to contain another person. So I was under the impression that it was a large walk-in freezer. Yeah. But now it sounds like he turned around and he's face-to-face with him. Like, he's right at the door. Or, like, there's no room for another person. Yeah, what I'm thinking is, that, like, uh, like he's looking around. Well, the way I kind of interpreted it, so, like, suddenly I, it, yeah, it shrunk down. But it shrunk down, like, to, like, a person can walk through. But it's still, like, a lo- like there's a little bit of distance between him and the door. There's no room no, for another person. And, but he's looking around to see if there's anyone that, like, could have hid somewhere. Hmm. So, so there's enough room for that creature, but not another person, apparently. It was too, the freezer was too small to contain another person. Okay, fine. Then it's uh, just fucking bullshit. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's, it says right there it's too small. Okay. So th- from that imagery now, it seems like it's essentially... If you take a, a fridge... It's really just a closet. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah it legit is. It's a, a closet. Well... Yeah. Or it's like it's a fridge, actually, but the entire thing's a freezer. It, it's but like a, it's too deep, so you have to let him talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, he cut me off when okay. I was still, so I'm cutting him off. I'm recutting, yeah. so copy and pasting. Yeah, there you go. It, it's a small walk-in freezer. Yes, um, I've seen them, and there is a limit that you really only want one person in there at a time because otherwise you can't really move mm-hmm. because it's literally. A aisle. Yeah, yes. a small hallway. Yes, I get it. So basically, he turned around to leave, and, and, it, was and there, it was right there in front of him. Okay, then the, the there's like, if that's what it's meant to portray, then it should be changed to make that more clear. Yeah. Because yes. you yeah. could theoretically fit ten of him <laughs> lined no. up. No, no, no. no. Yeah, what it's saying is that he turned around, it was there, there wasn't enough room for another person, so the third person... With third person? No, like there's, there's no third person because there wasn't enough room. It's not talking about like how like like it's not like immediate like how one of those walking. It's not like 
thing where like you walk in and like you have like you you turn around and you're basically nose to nose to anybody who's in the doorway. It's there's a, it's like a small aisle. I, I get board. I get yeah. what you're okay. saying. Okay. All I know is that the the story is saying I blinked a few times and looked around even though I know the freezer was too small. Yeah. It's so Honestly, it should essentially say I turned around um, to leave, looked down the aisle. Yeah. And at the door was the yeah. It, it, it is very. I will actually give you this. It is very. Um, this whole this whole section is honestly very uh, misleading, mm-hmm. because a we all saw different things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, the, with the freezer, well, and I mean even the monster. Like until it says like, I think at some point it says it's a kid. But until that point, yeah. You, I was expecting Slenderman with like yeah, black I eyes. Yeah, I imagined the Slenderman from the get go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then again, like he's look, he looks around. Like I, when I, when he says, when it says, like he looked around, even though he knew that like there's only enough, enough room for one person, I inferred that like he was looking around to see the, where he, where the guy went to hide, because suddenly it went from being like a slightly larger cold room to just a to a hallway cold room, like a corridor. So it, it's it, just, there's a lot of like changing. Every out, single uh, sentence yeah. changes what the freezer is, yeah. and that's the problem. Yeah, and uh, even to me, like that was very janky and very un. Coordinated, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, like, I'm usually very lenient with those kind of things, and even yeah. I was like, okay, first off, this doesn't even need to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it serves no real purpose right now, except to have a creepy thing at the beginning, and then it's like, anyway, let's just talk about the, the half the story, the rest of the story, talk about his his mundane job, yeah, <laughs> and ignore this spooky thing. Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. But moving on, yes, on to paragraph three. Where it starts with, um, I had been working at a chain pizza place for a year or so. I had a car, valid license, blah, 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 blah. There's our intro. Yeah. It's just three paragraphs in for some reason. Because <laughs> that there's no words of creepiness there. It just says that he works at a chain pizza place for a year and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it gives it, us it, the information about him. Yeah. It builds the scene. <laughs> After the scene's already been built. Yeah, it, it, it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, it almost feels like, um... Like I almost wouldn't have been surprised if he like he woke like at the end of like those three paragraphs, he woke up and it was a nightmare. <laughs> like that's about as as, as meaningful as though yeah. that creepy like it's just a creepy spook to get you into the story, but it serves no other purpose and it doesn't really need to be there. Like I've been like we've been saying for like the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And um, to answer what you said earlier, but you you think it was about halfway through the story we find out that the. The creature was a kid. Yeah, yeah. We're, Actually, after delivering. Yeah, after delivery. Sorry, after delivery. And he, like, yeah, it says it wasn't until later washing the dishes in the back I realized why the kid had looked so normal, so familiar to me. I had seen him before in a freezer. And then that's when you inter- insert this, these three paragraphs. Yes. That's when you insert that, because that would actually give us context to what he just said. And give us some more like, details about like why why it was so familiar. Like, it yeah, and not have it be like this is happening now. Say like a few weeks ago, I yeah, saw exactly. this. Yeah. yeah, like that's that will work really well. Yeah, it's just weird that the creature, everything changed so much. The freezer changed so much. The creature changed so much. I originally imagined it like you as a tall, thin man. Yeah, of the creature, tall, like, and instead it's a short, chubby kid. It's a complete <laughs> opposite. <laughs> yeah, tall, thin man, short, chubby kid. Yeah. It's that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all my weird grammar e sort of things. Yes, all right. That are questionably grammar, but honestly, <laughs> like I, I was, I had it in my actual thoughts, but I, even I was like struggling. I was, like, should I put this in actual thoughts or grammar reasons? Because it is technically grammar structure, yeah, um, or like the grammar structure or like the the writing structure yes. of a 
story. So, yeah. Um, all right, so on to actual thoughts. Yeah, I said, I like pepperoni and onions. Susan laughed. Really, go ahead and make it. I'm going to deliver it this time. Because, you know, he's just going to call until we yell at him or until I drive out there. Okay, so this pizzeria knows this prankster by reputation. Mm-hmm. Yet still makes the pizza as he orders? <laughs> like, they mention they make the newbies take the pizza delivery as a prank of their own. Um, but our narrator knows already, like, what's going on. So is he just planning on, on going out to Maple Street and just eating the pizza himself? Like, 100%. Like, yeah. Or not necessarily so him. Alright, go ahead. Sorry, it's just... He says he likes the toppings, so there's a valid assumption for that. Like, there's, like, reading, mm-hmm. like, reading the story... Like, reading, um... There's, like, hints to that, yeah. But it, then it doesn't go into that at all when he heads out to the street and before the weird stuff happens. Because it was there. I, I yeah, yeah, you're right. But I actually would have been like happy if the narrator had actually explained between like leaving the store and going over to the weird place is that he's basically just going to go on his lunch break or his dinner break because this was like basically what what he did. What I figure, I mean, I, I've never worked at a pizza place, but what I figure based on this is what happens is that someone orders a pizza and you cannot deliver it to them then that pizza is technically trash and if it's trash anyone can have it yeah so yeah, but essentially if they, know the guy, they know the kid by reputation like they know it's the maple exactly kid. exactly and that's why they make the pizza because they can have free pizza like literally and legitimately not stealing because it's yeah. in the rules that if they can't take the pizza then it's you might as well throw it out. I guess it just seems like kind of um, uh, I don't know. To me, it seems like a waste of resources <laughs> from a pizza point of view. But I guess it, it, it does kind of set, have some merit with the fact that, like, yeah, like basically they can get away with doing this because, like, well, they, they they can't refund the pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eat it. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a loophole. They, they yeah, pretty much. That's the word I was trying to find. Yeah. 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 Um, and the whole thing that if the Prank, quote unquote, prankster keeps phoning. Yeah. Then having him phone once, and then just sending someone to with a pizza gets rid of the annoyance of getting a bunch of phone calls that are just tying up yeah. staff members. That's true. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it's like goddamn. Like, like, also, this this story kind of like made it like man, these guys like they do like two hundred pizzas at an hour or so. Like it's in my notes. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> These guys are really bored, though, like, every other, like, for the rest of the time, apparently. Because <laughs> they're, like, during, they're like, doing pranks and stuff like Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's, like, the prank right now. It's, like, uh, with this quote here. She was clearly expecting some elaborate prank on my, on my part. Like, the time when someone put, a, put the condom over her tailpipe. Or the time when someone plastic-wrapped her truck. If she didn't see it, I didn't do it. Yeah, and then my comment is just, like, these guys are incredibly bored. And dicks. Also, Susan is incredibly forgiving. Maybe it's because of all the Brad Pitt uh, pictures and heads that they they gift her. I guess. <laughs> it was just like a comment because, like, like I was just like, man, these guys are like. I, it adds character to the the pizzeria, mm-hmm. like especially with their the name like Donkey Nose Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Yep. They're all jackasses. Oh, that's my weird. god. <laughs> oh my god. There we it. go. There we go. No problem whatsoever with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. It's quite on the nose, actually. Yes. <laughs> on the donkey nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the odds at home, I was tapping my nose. Yeah. Um, we should stop doing visual games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next quote I have 
That's funny. I didn't really think about it. He looked normal. A little fat. He was wearing a striped shirt. Dark hair, I said. So, Ness from Earthbound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, only the only thing that's missing from that attire is a ball cap. <laughs> yep. Um, PK fire. Yeah. Also, I feel like this first bit, um, the part about it being funny and not thinking about it, could be a thought rather than in dialogue. Like, it's just like... Um, like I was like, that's funny. I didn't really think about it. And then the and then he's like, um, then there's like a quote. It's like he looked the good, that gives the description of the kid. But like that first part is big, either in italics or in a bracket or something, just to be like a thought bubble. But he's literally answering her question. I guess yeah. <laughs> it, it, otherwise, it, also, it, otherwise <laughs> she would ask the question. He'd be like, I never thought about it. <laughs> and then another visual gag, just like stare at the ceiling and be like. As he's recalling yeah. what happens. No, 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 like, no, like, just, like, like, the, I never thought about it, and, um, like, that's the, the, like, the, his, like, what he's thinking as she's telling him, asking him that, and then he just relays the dialogue. That's a, it, the way <laughs> the character talks. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, I, it is also a nitpick that I'm just like, oh, I can see that yeah. being done better. Or, like, it, I, could, I think, it could I work the other way, way but yeah. it works fine this way, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next thing I have, so I have to, okay, I've already that one. That's the one I already covered. Um, you should have like a pen with you and check them off when you're done. I'm trying to help. Stop, Stop doing visual gags. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I was arm deep. Sorry. Where were you arm deep? <laughs> In soapy water. Oh, okay. Uh, had to clean up that gutter mind. Is that your note? No. Okay. <laughs> Alright, hang on, here we go. I was armed deep in soapy water, scouring a er, scouring. Scouring a stru- a stubborn pen? Yes. Is that actually the word for that? Like scrubbing it. Scouring a stubborn that that to me that sounds weird. Like I would have gone with scrubbing, not scouring. I mean the Scouring is like you're like like to me. Whenever I think of scouring, I think of searching. Like they scoured the the forest for. Without googling it, I don't know. Yeah. Or anyway. maybe he's just giving it a funny look. As well. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So it's scowl, isn't it? Not scour. Yeah, scowl scowling is like snarling. And yes. So, yeah. So it's actually a grammar related <laughs> Maybe, but anyways, going yeah. to my actual like, okay, my okay. point of my quote here. Or this quote here. Scouring the stubborn pan, uh, when I heard something slam behind me. I spun around, only to see Susan standing there grinning. Time to lose ten bucks, kiddo, she said. You're open. You're opening tomorrow, so leave that pan for the morning. Let's go. Did, did this story just jump scare? <laughs> like, as soon as I read slam, like, I expected like him to turn around and, like have weird something weird happen like have like the creature like be there or something like that mm. but then it was set, Susan I was like this fucking game this story just fucking like jump scare you like a fucking with cat a fake with, out. with a fake out cat oh, yeah. did it just fake out jump scare you pretty much I don't know whether it would be impressed or sad well here's the thing did it actually scare you well no it just it, it um it's it threw off my expectation of what was about to happen mm. um so again, I don't know whether to be impressed that it actually like fooled me there, or... I don't know. Um, uh, only you can decide. 
<laughs> and then there's this 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 quote here. Uh, a hand. <laughs> Say the words. Ugh. A hand stole up to pull at one of the curls of her hair. Mousy brown going permanent gray. It wasn't hers. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Like, like as soon as I finished like reading that, it was like, it, like it's like because it, it was obviously her like hand like going like to her her hair. But for a split second, I was like, it wasn't. It was. Just, I just pictured this like imbo- disembodied hand going up to her like her hair and pulling it. <laughs> What's the wasn't hers talking about then? Oh, it wasn't hers. Is mine. It was. Oh, we added oh, in. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Uh, it's kind of like it's like he shot him. <laughs> but you're fabricating words. Yeah. <laughs> you, di- you didn't stop short. No, I did because later on you find out that it was her. Like it was done like through stress and stuff. It's something that she does. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the the part where like uh, there's a knock at the door as some, as he wiped the as he wiped the tears <laughs> off the guy's face. <laughs> From Braska, remember, like the, yeah. the sh- like when the sheriff knocks or the deputy knocks on the door on the window, and then and then, then like wipes the tears off the guy's face. No, actually, I don't. You don't? I don't. That was the hilarious. Yeah, part. that was the part. That, like, like that was the what, what we like. Mikey caught that, and like, it's supposed to be like they heard a tap on the door, and then the driver is the one that's like wiping his tear, but. The way it's written, it, it kind of sounds like there's a tap on the window, and then the same tap tapper like went and like wiped the tears off of the driver's <laughs> cheek. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it yes, was kind yes, of yes. for this. It was just like I, I just envisioned like this random like arm just start pulling at her hair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Stupidity aside, uh, that's on. fabricating stupidity. Yes, I do stop short stupidity. We do different types of stupidity. Yes. So. <clears throat> Alright, moving on to the next quote Mark, I've lived in this town my whole life I know it like the back of my hand Give me an, an, any address in our delivery area Anyone And I can tell you the color of the shutters What the nor- what they normally order And if they tip This house can't be here There's no goddamn 217 Maple Street Right, now pay up I said, sticking my hand out She swatted away Marks, yay! We get a, nar- a named narrator finally. <laughs> Three quarters of the way through the story. Yeah, uh, he's got his eye on the prize. <laughs> like she's going all about how creepy this should be, and he's like, "Yeah, no, pay up. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah, and then she, does, she doesn't pay him. No, and then he never will. She gets what she deserves because yeah. <laughs> she didn't pay him. Oh wow, that's what Karma, the, bitch. That's what the monster was mad about. Yeah, <laughs> you, you didn't pay your friend. I saw you out there. You're getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, I'm glad when they, they go back to Maple Street, the house is actually still there. Because um, I, I was actually kind of wondering yeah. or worried that they were going to get there and it wasn't going to be there. Yeah. And then Mark's just like, but it was there, I saw it. You yeah, because it's just a common route to take in yeah. like, these horror yeah. stories. So I'm glad that it went that, it chose that path. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the, here's another quote as she's like basically going into the house. Uh, Don't go in there, I yelled as she stepped across the threshold into the house. The door, as I knew it would. As I knew it would for days and weeks. And certainly for from that moment I saw the house that night, I slammed shut behind her. Wait, didn't we just do Dianai House, like, back in New Year's? <laughs> I kind of got, like, as I was reading the story, I was like, this has... 
this I think I know why my buddy sent me this or sent us this to put because it does kind of have inklings of Die and Die House and I was talking to him about that while we were like when we were uh, getting around to recording those ones mm-hmm. but it was like well, like it's also a common just ghost story thing, in yeah. haunted house. Yeah. Well, not even haunted house like it's any horror movie. There, that kind of yeah. thing happens. The door slams. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. But then, like the how the then he can't get in and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. like it's ice yeah. cold to the touch. Ice cold, maybe not. But a door just slamming by itself. That's... and then locking. Yeah. Well, and then and then like she's been integrated into the. the house okay, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking no, specifically about the door just okay. closing for no reason. Yeah, no, I know that wasn't what I, I mean. I just mean like other things in the story kind of like yeah. reminded me of Die Night House. This one, this is just the part that like. For some reason, it just like brought that back. I was like, "Wait, did we just do this story?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the last one I have before we go into actual into final thoughts. Actual we're going to go actual thoughts, thoughts again. Mm-hmm. Actual thoughts two point Really um, actual thoughts. Yeah. Uh, besides, I knew where she was. A month after Susan disappeared on a Saturday night, one of the new kids took an order for delivery. It was two seventeen Maple Street. For a ham and pineapple pizza, Susan's favorite. Hmm. I kind of liked the little add-on there, like at the end, like that it was Susan's pizza, like the pizza toppings, because it insinuates that like she's not been killed or anything, like that, but she's now one part of the house, like part of the ship, mm-hmm. part of the crew, kind of like been integrated into the machinations of the house. So it adds an extra layer of like what the fuck to this yeah. house. It's not just a ghost story like that eats people. It, like mm-hmm. it's not a simple eating. Or like killing people, it actually like it makes them part of it, yep. um, and adds a little an extra layer of like kind of dread by the end. It's like, oh shit, Susan's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, my comment on that is that they could have added more, like in the section where it's talking about oh the pepperoni and uh, oh, the onion pepperoni pizza. Onion, yeah, the, they could have dropped the favorite type of. A pizza there from Susan, and then okay, like insinuated like, at the end, like oh, the order was taken by a female voice. Yeah, like I mean, and then not was just given by a female voice. Yeah, 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 maybe to, like to hammer it home even more. Yeah, yeah, and then get rid of the Susan's favorite because you already know that, and then it leaves the reader to insinuate oh. Oh, she's yeah. Better. Okay, okay. So Mark, make it more. You know, Mark wouldn't know it's a female voice unless he took the call, but. You know, it's a guy anyway. Or he could have been the one that took the call. Yeah, and yeah, sent so, the newbie out. So yeah, rather than have the newbie have it be like a, like a second person, like... Or, uh, like, yeah, second person... Um, and rather than have, like, somebody else tell him, well, like, what the order was and then realize that it was Susan's favorite... Have it be first-hand, not second-hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, second-hand. That's what, I, that's what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, again, like, by adding a few hints at the beginning... Uh, and not including and just having yeah, it could be a female voice at the end and like that. That's when we realize like that's like it's a lot more subtler or it's yeah, a lot more yeah. subtle like horror to it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it, like what you said when um, when Mark said, "Oh, I like onions and pepperoni," and she'd be like, "Yeah, I, I like ham and pineapple better myself." Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah, just something. It doesn't seem like, like it's important, but it becomes important. And like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. hate what we have, but mm-hmm. that is definitely a good way to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I could definitely see that being an improve like. A semi improvement, like it wouldn't yeah. ruin the story. Or it it no. wouldn't like make the story like a thousand times better, mm-hmm. but it would be a nice like su- supplement. Yeah, it, it makes you think a bit more than just saying, "Oh, it was Susan's favorite." Yeah. All right. 
Well, that's my actual thoughts. So, <laughs> Mike, what do you got? <sighs> All right. So, I've already gone over the freezer. Um, I felt the part about the tinny's sounding sound system didn't need to be there. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like it's just to build the scene. Yeah. yeah. So you can get in the moment that it's in the 80s, 90s. <laughs> okay, good. So I actually have that in mind. Like, it's, uh... it's using a cassette player. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, like, like they do have, like, kind of a, in the story, like, they, there's a lot of hints of, like, 80s and 90s. Like, it's centered somewhere in the It's 80s an 81 Datsun. Yeah. So... You still be in the 90s. Oh, I know. You can have an 81 Datsun now, but he's but there's actively a lot of, there's using also, cassette tapes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also a lot of stuff that, like, yeah, leans itself to be either in, like, the early 90s, like, mid-80s, mid to late 80s. And he recently put in a stereo system that sounds tinny. Yeah. yeah. So it's not modern shit. <laughs> yeah. A second-hand system. Did they ever look up that... a lot of hand, like... Yeah. <laughs> Did they ever look up that... that, uh, that, that the name of that... Um, the band, I think, that was on the cassette that he was listening to? No, but I've heard of I, them. Oh, you have? Okay, I was, like, looking at it, I was like, I wonder, like, because it said, like, it's their newest version or something like that, and I was like, I wonder if that's, like, a hint, I, another hint. Like, if I lo- researched, if I looked that up, I wonder if I'd be able to find, like, what that was, and then I didn't bother looking at it. Fair. But it's, like, a whole bunch of just letters, like, K-F-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-
Future me, just give me the Earthbound name for the town. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the reason for the prank phone calls is because he has a multi-dimensional phone, and he's trying to find a dimension that has a pizza spot that he's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he keeps getting them and ordering, then waiting like 20 minutes. Oh, wrong dimension. Call again. Now, my question is, what happens... So when Susan gets stuck in there, is he free? Or does he go to, like, hell? Or is he, like, just... Um, I'm assuming he's just collecting re- people. He becomes another resident of the... Or he's like... Well, now he has company in the house. Pretty much. Well, that's what I figured. He, he is free. He took the truck and left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what happens. He just took that. He's a child. <laughs> yeah, he took the truck and left. He has $5,000 to get to start a new life. Yep. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, because he's actually been in there for, like... 10 years, so when he comes out, he's actually like immediately just ages. He just insta ages. Yeah. yeah, he's the newbie that took the phone call. Yeah, he's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went and go talk to the SNTF. Dropped, SNTF dropped into the story. Of course, yeah, they could be everywhere. It's fine. You see, he because he was not being antagonistic towards Mark at all, it's because he himself, the child, is a member of the SNTF. Yeah, and he is there at the house, guarding the house. He's actually a steward. Yeah. 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 And then Susan inadvertently became the new steward. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, thanks, uh, thanks, you jerk. Now I've got a. Now I've been fired. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it, it, like it's not like, easy to get a job at the Supernatural Task Force. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. And he's I like, oh, I gotta go through all those like. I gotta I got climb the ladder all over yeah. again and get my job back. God, I don't want to go back to that yeah. cemetery in Maine yeah. help that fucking fuzzball with the knives. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was calling back to a car- to, a, to, a, to another creep boss that we did hey, back man. in summer. <laughs> I only have so much RAM in my uh, head. Mr. I have Mr. to. Fuck, I can't remember the name now. You're giving me shit for you. Now. Um, actually, that would be Mr. Widemouth by Perfect Circle 35. Thank you. That's not fair, you! <laughs> <laughs> you can do two of that. Like, like, future I? me? Yeah, future me. Like, yeah, I have future me? And then I have to get you to record, like, uh, oh. like yeah. We can insert things into the, story, into the uh, post-edit. It's like we have an editor. Yeah, it's weird. Right. Mm. Yeah, so, anyway. so yeah, he had to report to the Supernatural Task Force that... The, the house had been compromised. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's not looking to his janitorial duty for messing up. Yeah. So. so yeah. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> so is that it? Yeah, it's an actual thought. Oh, okay. Really? Okay, okay. <laughs> I, know, okay I, might, I might put in crickets. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Did you read? You know what to do. Mm. <laughs> He's like, Haha, not do that. Because <laughs> that's too much work. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on the mind then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right at the start with the first paragraph, just a, a, a quick comment. Just like, I don't like that the, well, the apparent villain creature thing is just dropped immediately at the start yeah. with nothing happening. Yeah, it, it, it really There's is no build-up. It's, it's just, it's there. Yeah, he it, it is straight up just ignored until, like, three-quarters of the story. Yeah, so. Harkening back to what we talked about, this should yeah. be 
way closer in the end. That'd be way better. Yeah. So, um... After see when he turns around and sees the thing, regardless of how far away it is, it doesn't matter when he's in the freezer. Yeah, we're not going um, that door. No. <clears throat> um, he turns around. I stood there staring at the door for a moment. Heavy box of frozen food in my hands. How did you not drop the box? <laughs> I was almost expecting that to happen. Yeah. Like he just drops it. Like like because like seriously, if I if I saw something like that, I would ah yeah yeah yeah. Well, it's icy. It's a freezer. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Smashes against the thing, dies. Yes. <laughs> End of creepypasta. <laughs> He's now just the ghost of the pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> and then as he floats over his body as a ghost, the other ghost kid's like, oh, not you too. That's like exactly oh, how he sorry. died. I'm sorry, kid. I'm oh, sorry, bud. Yeah. I, I just want to say hi. Now we can be friends forever. And ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Sorry. <laughs> well, basically, he's just frozen in the freezer. Let it go, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And we lost half of our audience right there. Yep. Believe me. I guess I'm done because I, I have more, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm wow. Done. Um, but I'm uh, so this is uh, what is this? He's just talking about like uh, how he doesn't have a social life. His only friends are his boss and his uh, couple of coworkers who don't are never in the ever in the story, but it doesn't matter. Um, so my friend circle diminished to include only the manager of the pizza shack and a few other drivers and cooks who worked the late weekend shifts. End of paragraph. Start of next paragraph. I woke up thinking about him the next morning. <laughs> Your boss? <laughs> I didn't know it was a girl at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just weird. It's just talking about all these yeah. people, and then it says, I woke up thinking about him. <laughs> yeah, no, like, again, like... I think I have feelings it, for it's, him. <laughs> it, it's kind of choppy. It's like... Yeah. It all stems from that, that, like... There's going to... There's doing media res, where you just, like, start somebody off in the middle of, like, a crime scene that mm. you may or may not have committed... And then going from there and explaining, like, as the story goes on, that, like, yeah, you were the one that did this, or, like, what, mm. what goes on, or, like, no, you were framed, or something like that. And then there's doing this, where you, like, drop somebody into media res, then forgo it for a little bit, to add, because you have to introduce characters, mm. and then you go back to it, and then not, and then stop. Yeah. And then go back to it and stop. Like, it, it, it kind of ruins the... It's not a good way to say this, because, like, you... Sh- like, it's, it ruins kind of, like, the, the, the pace of the story. And like also kind of like confuses the the reader because you don't know what the fuck is what they're talking about initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like the 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 story needs a quick shuffle. Yeah, like um like all the paragraphs were all laid out on cards and they went oh crap he sneezed and knocked a few over it's like I think that's where they went <laughs> they're slightly out of order because like it's just a couple that need to be moved and it seems like it flows way better yeah, yeah moving on uh, a few weeks later we were in a Saturday night rush doing 200 pies an hour my car packed with pizzas destined for games and parties surprisingly plausible I yeah, looked up uh, yeah. pizzas per hour, uh, PPH, um, and apparently you can do between 100 and 300 PPH. Yeah, no, I actually, like, I, I, I didn't well, not even look at it, but like, I started thinking about it and then thought of, like, the pizzeria place that we go to almost every weekend. 
Yeah. Um, and like they pump out like at least five or six, like like five to ten within like five minutes. Yeah. So like it's not that like that impossible. Like while we were waiting there in fifteen minutes, they pumped out like twenty. I know it just wasn't ours. <laughs> yeah. For some so like reason. so I was like thinking I was like yeah they can do that in about fifteen minutes like about twenty or so pizzas like they could probably like two hundred is not that hard. Mm. Because, like, at least as far as the sources I saw online, like, an oven can have ten pieces, ten slots for pizzas, and they cook in, like, two minutes, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. So they just And, fly. like, making them, like, they can make them in, like, less than, like, a couple of minutes. So. Yeah. And they have, like, those, those processors now, so they're, like, well, well, okay, now they have, like, I'm not sure if they had them back then, but those, like, basically dough dispensers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, yeah. And... Assuming this, like, they have, like, a, a couple, even with a couple of, like, co- uh, cooks, like, they can pump them out pretty quickly, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, donkey Nose Pizza. Uh, <laughs> donkey Nose. Will this be delivery or takeout? Donkey Nose, really? That's my note. Did, did you look at, I, I, I kind of wish I had looked up, like, if, see if there was Donkey Nose Pizza is, like, is, is a thing. franchise of something. It might be. It just sounds weird. Um, but one thing I did look up was Maple Street. Yeah. Um... 217 Maple Street. Um, it looks like it takes place in uh, Victoria Harbor, Except or Collingwood, or Timmins, <laughs> or New Jersey, or Illinois, or New York, or Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're looking at 217. You should be looking at 211 or 221. Doesn't matter. It's still there. <laughs> they go to the house. <laughs> Either way, there's Maple Street. Yeah, up there are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maple Street. Well, Maple Street is a very common yeah. name because mm-hmm. a lot of like they use a lot of tree names for yeah. streets nowadays. Well. In most, in most in most towns, there's yeah. tree street. Yeah, and Front Street, mm-hmm. Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Every town has an Elm Street. <laughs> Sorry, it'd be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's literally actually like uh, like a phrase from I think the Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street TV show. Is Kruger just like says like every town has an Elm Street? Ah ha ha! I'm sure it's hilarious at the time. Only to him, though, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. So on to final thoughts. So this was kind of a ghost story, haunted house story, pizza delivery story, possibly aliens, because we never really know what exactly is behind that house. But it's also the same time I didn't mind not knowing, because it adds to like the mystery, like the like the, like gives me the air of mystery to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it's Jeremy. What? Do you think the kid's Jeremy? <laughs> no. Would you assume this is from the Patreon episodes? Yeah. No. no. It wouldn't be. But it's way. it's there and not there. Yeah, but no. <laughs> like we're just having this side conversation no. that no one else knows what the fuck you're talking about. No. Audience, at this moment, I am exactly like you, as I have not edited these Patreon episodes yet. Now, if there was a burned-down pile of rubble that kept appearing and disappearing, switching between house and rubble or something like that, that'd be more like it. It's time. It's anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, to me, it is a bit choppy at points, like, given the media res intro and, like, again, like, the the... Like we, like you just mentioned, like like a few moments ago, about like him talking about his like his day job, and then suddenly talking about the next paragraph, talking about the creature or the thing they saw, and then 
Yeah, but it's not clearly not saying sure, that yeah. it's switching. It seems like it's talking about the same thing. Yeah. Um, through the story, it's easily centered somewhere in the 80s and 90s. Like, there's lots of little details that, like, hammer it into either being in, like, the mid-80s or, like, the early 90s kind of area. Mm. Um, which I did appreciate. I actually liked, like, it gave credence to the setting time period uh, without being too blatant, like, uh, to give us a date. Mm-hmm. Like, an exact date. No. Um... And like I said earlier, I liked the, how the ghost boy um, reacts at the end. Like it, it, oh, it's almost like fear, it's like itself, or maybe just anguish that someone is fucking with his house, yeah, um, and screwing up with himself, uh, like screwing up with that thing. So like, it's like, is he in control, or is like, is just, like, is, like these meddling pizza delivery people <laughs> and their dog too, yeah, <laughs> um, kind of thing. Um, we don't know, uh, like I said earlier, we don't know a whole lot about... It doesn't go into full details about the house um, outside of, like, when they show up and like and then it just vanishes. But I enjoyed that for the, the mystery of the whole thing, uh, even up to the end. So that's why I partially recommend the story. Like, there's some problems with the story. Like, it, it needs, like, a couple, maybe a round or two of editing to move some spots, some things, like, uh, to make it less janky. But... The story itself is pretty, um, pretty solid in terms of like a nice, just simple, creepy ghost or haunted ho- or like spooky house story. Mm-hmm. So that's why I recommend it. Mikey, these tits are. Uh, the the question that comes to mind is: Would he be using his personal car for delivery? Yeah. It just has the donkey nose thing on the top, but that's more a newer thing. That they've been forcing people to use their own vehicles. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you look it up? No. Then, Neither did I. Because, yeah. I mean... The internet will know more than us right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. From, from I, think it, I think it might be like a, a, like a franchise-by-franchise basis. Like, if this is just like... If Donkey Knows is just a single town franchise... They probably uh, and, and he even says like he has his license and so that so like they probably uh, another part of like the requ- like the requirement to be at the job. Do you have a car? To, do you have your own car? Yeah. We'll pay for your gas, but you need to. But you'll be the one driving. Yeah. I think I think that's really a franchise by or like a, a pizzeria by pizzeria basis. Mm-hmm. Seems fair. Like uh, how much did the bosses want to skip out on money by by buying by not buying a company car? Anyway, so I, I really didn't care for the freezer section, like, like all of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like it's like, oh, the monster, and then we don't really see any ghost-like apparition for us. There's a kid, but yeah. there's nothing to say that it's not the until same. the end. Basically, that we, that it's revealed that the kid was the creature. Yeah, and he's not even like a monster. He's just. He's sympathetic. He's obviously yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of sympathetic by the end, and I kind of enjoyed that because, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's still creepy, but like it gives it a little bit more depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I-, I like the idea of a house that is there and isn't there mm-hmm. and is there. It just just adds a bit of mystery to it. It's like, oh yeah. Is not there, and like it could and be a ghost house. It could be an alien thing. Could be yeah. some paralysis, time travel the, situation. Yeah, it could be a, ti- a quantum like effect thing yeah. mm-hmm. oh, that or, Jeremy might use. <laughs> or okay, I know. After we're going to explain that. Let me. All right. All right, could be like a 
guess, sort of poltergeist type thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. Where it's a possessed house. Oh, man. Or it could be like or, possessed house. Or <laughs> wizards. Because, Di- like, Diagon Alley, like, you know, like, it's... it's Or, like, or, uh, was it, uh... Not Diagon Alley, the, uh, the, the, the train station, the train platform. Uh, nine and three quarters. <laughs> just, like, it's, it's just between, like... Um, like the such a narrow space, mm-hmm. but it's actually like a full blown like TARDIS level. Like it's bigger on the inside, kind of thing. Nice. Hmm. Or there's like a glamour there to like make the house uh, vanish and reappear. Or like different dimensions. Yeah. Like for some reason, the call put the pizzeria people all in a different dimension where that house does exist. Like, he essentially called them over to like his re- dimension. Ch- adjust their frequency yeah. to, uh, to that reality. So he can have pizza. <laughs> yeah. It's really the quest for good pizza. He's just, like, going through the different... He's, like, a freaking dial going through like different dimensions. Every Maple, Street, <laughs> every Maple Street, like, town that you mentioned is actually, like, where like where there's a 217 Maple Street. Yes. So, like... But they all have different pizzerias around them. Yeah, So exactly. he's just teleporting around. Which one do I want today? I want, I want the one in... I want... I want uh, for some reason, I, I picture, like, if, if Donkey, Donkey Knows Pizzeria. I, I figure it's somewhere in America. So the one that you mentioned, New Jersey, I was like, oh, it's clear to be in New Jersey. <laughs> Sure, why not? (laughs) So, anyway. Mm -hmm. Overall, it was an enjoyable read, so I'm going to recommend it. Okay. Yay. Didn't know to me. I don't know why I pick it up on my phone. I don't need to. I'll write these down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty much going to parrot what you guys said, because there's only a couple little problems. Um... The intro should be where the intro should be, but it's not. Um, really, it's just a structure. Some stru- like a lot of the issues that we had were more structuring issues. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it had a surprisingly lack of grammar problems with this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Like one mm-hmm. one front end, I was able to pick up two like kind of like spell issues or grammar yeah. issues. but like, it was mainly know. structure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's uh, as confusing as that might be. It's nice to see that at least there aren't just. Basic like, spelling so it, issues. It, at so least that, had one like, like a pass, a couple of maybe a pastor or so of of, of editing for that. Hmm. But the um, the issue really is just like the structure, like where like things yeah. should go to make it a little bit more coherent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, the the meat and potatoes of the story, what's actually being told, is interesting, and I like the characters. Um, I kind in a way, I kind of wish there was more characters because he mentioned that he's friends with some of the cooks and other. Staff, but they're it's yeah, I mean, really just him would, and uh, Susan. Yeah, I mean, it would add on to the the word count, but like honestly, but the story that, isn't really about them; it's about Mark and Susan. Oh, I know, but here's the thing: it could also continue where it is. It could, yeah, because this is a very this is a fairly short story. It's only like six pages long. Yeah, and it the way it ends now, Susan is assumed to be alive, trapped in this house, but like a month or so later, when he has a new boss or whatever. Uh, another call comes in, and it's the Maple Street kid. And they go there, and there's no Maple Street. Ha ha, it's a joke. But the next time it comes in, um, or like every time the Maple Street thing comes in, Mark takes the call because he wants because to. he wants to figure out what's going on with yeah. Susan. And then one of the times, three or four times in, he actually finds the house again, and Susan answers the door, but and she then, doesn't talk to him. Like she doesn't recognize who he is. Yeah. 
So and like she's kind of messed up like the kid was. Yeah, you could have a lot more. You have you could develop the story a little bit even further. Yeah. Like you have like maybe he like pull like grabs her and like tries to get her out of the, the house and like something some force kind of at that point he probably like, get pulled in. <laughs> yeah, gets pulled in or like yeah. or almost gets pulled in. Now that becomes kind of like like how do we like figure out this? The, it becomes more of an expansive yeah. universe story. Well, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't want it to expand it to something where like he saves her. And they have a happy no, ever that's, after that's, thing. That's not yeah, that's yeah. not the point of horror. That exactly. horror is supposed to have some like dark yeah. endings. I just think it'd be interesting to go back and see that she is still alive, and see that the house essentially takes people and puts some weird control on them, and ends up pulling him in, and then he dies. GG. I mean, like, like he becomes one uh, of the house, and that's over, and that's I just, it. I, I get what you're saying. I just don't see the point because the way it is right now. That basically does the same thing because we know that she's trapped or like possibly dead or whatever in this. We assume. The, yeah, well, whatever. That's like how you do things in horror. Mm-hmm. You like don't always have all oh, the answers. I, I'm not saying I hate what it is. I'm just saying I wouldn't hate it if it went that far. I guess. Would you I, hate? Would you hate? I, 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 just, I honestly probably disagree with you on that. Like I don't. Uh, as it is right now, I'd be fine with it. I don't. If that's the route you're going to take with the expanding, like spending on it, mm-hmm. then no. You don't want to see what happens, Susan. No. Even if she's alive, just a monster. I am fine to just speculate. That's fair. <laughs> and like I said, I like it the way it is. I'm going to recommend it as well. But it's interesting to think of other ways to take it. That's mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Um, then that was this week's episode of El Dente Remortis. If you liked what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. This gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, so let us help, or help us... Uh, with a rating and review, help us spread like a virus. Uh, you can go to uh, Twitter and uh, talk to us there. Is uh, that Mikey is at the East Dance for Evil. Uh, Gamer and Yellow is at the Gamer and Yellow, but without the W. I'm at Review Cultist. Um, you can also leave us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses. Uh, you can uh, check out the uh, title cards for each episode on crazonstudios.tumblr.com, crazon.dvnart.com, or go to the YouTube channel where we have the videos of each episode, which are the title cards added with the uh, audio. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Go to Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier that give you early access episodes as well as special episodes that me and the co-hosts have been doing. And... Uh, for our backers that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And for our regular listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without you, we wouldn't have much of a show. So, again, thank you. Uh, Till next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.
just talk amongst yourselves. Oh man, there's two of me. Alright. Welcome to the Mikey Show. Oh, Mikey, all the time. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do